Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. All right, there you go. We're recording. Go for it. <laughs> We're recording. So, uh, Ben, before we started this, he said, eh, we can keep this one short. Or we can go long. Whatever we do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just have to let it unfold because that's what happens. So, uh, Ben had actually a bunch of podcasts he wanted to get to, but we like to take care of our students, our members of Vendera Vocal Academy. And one of our students, Bridget, had asked on the Facebook group, uh, I'll just kind of sum it up here quick. She said, uh, do you have any further tips on how to sing with a stuffed nose or how to get rid of it when you have to sing? Uh, apparently, she's been having issues when she wrote this for like 10 days. Bridget, I apologize. I liked it. and I commented. I was in such a rush. I've been so busy that I didn't offer you any tips here because I just caught uh, you wanted us to go over it in the next podcast. Now, she had a gig coming up. She had a cold the week before and she drank a lot of hot water, uh, apple cider vinegar with honey. Uh, she did uh, the neti pot or in Europe, they call it the nasal douche. And she drank uh, a lot of hot lemon water. Um, but her nose still feels kind of stuffy and it's difficult to sing because the resonating cavities are also blocked. Well, let me start with saying this. You can sing with a stuffed nose. If you're saying you can't because the resonating cavities are blocked, that's not necessarily true. The the, the, the pharyngeal to the nasopharynx uh, resonating mix that you want, you don't want a lot of uh, nasal resonance. Because if I would go up, uh, uh, and I'm squeezing my nose, which I learned this from uh, our BBA vocal coach and one of my authors, Valerie Bastion, she says, if you hold a tone like an ah, and you squeeze your nose, if it goes really nasal, it means you're actually throwing too much of your sound up into your nose, and that's why it turns nasal. So if I have too much uh, nasal resonance, ah, or if you have a stuffy nose and you sing like this, it means that you need to uh, reassess your technique. Uh, Bridget, I'm not saying that's the case with you. I'm just pointing this out for everybody. But you got to make sure that a placement is correct. Instead of throwing it, uh, rounding it forward into the sinus cavities, let's kind of yawn and place it straight up. So if I have the correct amount of resonance and I go, ah, uh, now you can't see me because we only do audio. Ben can see me, but I'm pinching my nose and letting it go. And you didn't hear a huge change. So that's just to point out that uh, a cold will not throw it off because you don't want a lot of nasal resonance anyway. So now let's talk about what we can do uh, when you have a situation like this. So Ben, uh, you want to throw a couple tips out there? Sure. Well, I just want to talk about, I just want to say what she said she did. She said she had hot water. She used cider vinegar with honey. Uh, she nasal douche um so that's like the neti pot uh and drink hot lemon you're such a nasal douche <laughs> you're such a nasal douche um anyway so that's that's uh so she did several things you know to try to clear it up so the first thing that came to, to mind right away was using a steamer 
Um, so I'm a big fan of steamers. I actually just, I did probably, I think I do like 10 or 11 minutes at a time on my steamer. And basically it just has a little reservoir that you fill with uh, distilled water or you like boil some water. You want to try to make the water as pure as you can. And then you put it in the steamer and the steamer heats it up and then you get some nice warm uh, water that you can inhale through your mouth or through your nose in order to moisten everything. Um, so that's one option. It's a really good option using a steamer of some kind. Um, I like the steamer because it directs a lot of water um, that's pr you know pretty warm and I get it mostly directly into the nose uh, and into the mouth. Uh, another alternative is just a really hot shower as I mean, don't burn yourself, obviously, common sense applies. But, um, and then just being in the shower for as long as you can, that'll help also. Um, it depends, you know, depends on the water, depends on how long you're in the shower, how big the bathroom is, et cetera. Um, so it, it might not be as effective as a steamer because you can direct the steam directly uh, into the nasal passage, but that's one option. Um, another option someone else suggested on the Facebook thread uh, some type of decongestant um, and also suggested maybe try experimenting with something with menthol in it. Actually, Jamie, I don't know your thoughts on that. No, um, no, 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 no. Okay. No. I, I don't know who said it. Um, listen, some people can handle it, but I, mm -hmm. I, for me, my entire life, it just didn't work. I remember using uh, these nasal inhalers they had out in the 80s that uh, is like a little, look like a little, um, what is it, chapstick, little chapstick tube, and you stuff it up your yeah. nose and you breathe it and you inhale, and that was mainly menthol. But the problem I have with that is I would get recurrent congestion. So it would open up my sinus passages, but it's not clearing uh, out everything. It's just, it's just uh, dilating everything, and then bam, then they slam shut, and it actually becomes a vicious cycle. And when I was hooked on those, and they were mainly menthol, Oh my gosh. I mean, I, even in the summer when the allergies weren't bad, I had a horrible time one summer breaking away from that recurrent congestion. So no, I personally do not want you doing uh, that, but that's just my thought. Yeah. I actually bought some of those. Uh, yeah. Like you described, they have like a little screw off top and then you can put it in your nose. Um, I actually bought some of those and I tried them. Uh, personally, I didn't really notice too much of an effect either way. I thought they smelled nice, so uh, and my dog got a hold of one of them, um, so she smelled nice and minty for a little while. Um, so if your dog stinks, you know, give your dog one of those uh, little mint things. Don't really, okay. Um, and then also, I tried some actual, uh, just like what is it, the essential oil or whatever, just like the oil, like the mint, menthol oil. And uh, I tried that. That didn't really do anything for me one way or the other either. It smelled nice, but it didn't really um, it didn't really have an effect on me. So uh, maybe it's something to experiment with at best, um, you know. Uh, and then as far as decongestants, I have used those. And uh, actually, probably last November, October, um, I was having quite a bit of stuffiness, and I did. Uh, use some of those uh, decongestant over-the-counter type of stuff. And I did notice it made me feel very dry. Um, and so yes. it, it was easier kind of to breathe and stuff, but I felt, oh, I didn't, it felt like no matter how much water I had, just wasn't helping. Like I just stayed dry. So yeah. um, I tried to avoid those, but sometimes I would still use them. So yeah. And you know, I've seen like um, 
inhalers or, or cough lozenges that have with the menthol or the peppermint. I'm not here. I mean, I'm, I'm sure 10 years down the line, it'll be like new scientists say that this is the best thing for your voice. It's always changing. Uh, so use your own judgment. Me, uh, people were, I'm not going to say any names of the, the ones I've seen for singers, lozenges and stuff, but when they have menthol or anything, I, I stay away from them. What I would do is like Ben suggested. Now I have taken like Bragg's organic apple cider vinegar and put some in the water, a mixture and breathe that because it seems to break up, uh, the phlegm that's built up in my nose. Now I'm working with a singer named Brian Burkheiser from a band called I Prevail. And we were putting together his kit for his next tour. And I had found what's called vocal mists. Let me make sure this is right. I haven't tried it yet. New tools for the modern singer. And it's myvocalmist.com. Now, I'm not endorsing this product because I have not used it. It, it, it uh, claims to be the world's first like uh, portable nebulizer. And if it is, that would be really cool. Uh, and I told Brian about him. He's like, dude, I'm, I'm way ahead of you already. He bought something called Pure Mists which is at mypuremist.com. Let me make sure I'm spelling both of these right, even though we don't endorse them. M-Y-V-O-C-A-L-M-I-S-T.com for my vocal mists. Uh, let me look up my pure mists to make sure, because I think it's, um, yeah, it's uh, M-Y-P-U-R-M-I-S-T.com. What I suggest is... Um, check them out. Now I have several humidifiers here. I talk about them in my book. Uh, I, I take one with me when I tour. So um, just find what works for you. You know, what helps to break it up. I will say that you do want, if you're trying to break up congestion, you do want like a steamer, like a hot steam. So if you, if you don't have one, go into the, the bathroom. Hey, we got two kitties now and they're about five months old and uh, they're really sick. So they've been to the vet, they're on meds. But this morning I went into our, our uh, bathroom and I turned on the shower and I laid there with them on my uh, lap and just steamed up the whole room to help kind of break up the congestion that they have. So you, you can always do that as well. Yeah. So um, I'm, I don't know, personally, I'm a big fan of steam. Uh, so there are several other options. One is uh, having a humidifier. Um, you know, a cool mist humidifier or a warm humidifier. Um, that might be part of it. Like if you, um, so you yeah, so we have in our nose, in our sinuses, whatever, there's sort of like a base level of mucus essentially and the base level of moisture. Um, and if it's dry, that could be because of, there are many reasons why that could be. But one of the reasons is that maybe you're just in a dry environment. Um, so that can help, uh, just using a humidifier, either just at night or just having it, you know, next to your desk or whatever, um, a personal humidifier type of thing. Those are some options. Of course, uh, like you said earlier, the neti pot, which she said she's using. And you know, it's been that recently they had that lady was in Seattle or somewhere and she got that brain eating amoeba from using tap water. Um, I, I've, I'm going to not going to lie. I've used tap water in my shower, but I have a really good, um, you know, uh, a shower uh, filter on there to do, but basically use like uh, distilled water or something uh, to do it. But you have to flush your sinuses because not only like Ben says, he's laughing at me, brainy amoeba. Um, That's a band know. name. I was yeah. just going to, every time amoeba. we do a, every time we do a podcast, we come up with a new <laughs> band name, brain eating amoeba. So, you know, Ben's talking about, you have that normal amount of secretion uh, in your sinus passages and they can't get dried out. And then uh, the phlegm or the, uh, you know, the secretions will get drier and thicker. But what else is also irritants? You're breathing every day. You could breathe in dander. 
uh, you know, dirt, depends on where you work. So that's another deterrent. Um, you know, it's going to irritate the sinus passages. They're going to try to produce, uh, you know, more uh, mucus to, to flush it out. So um, keeping your sinuses clean is very important. I remember being on Dr. Oz all years ago, like 2010, and I brought him, I'm endorsed by Neil Metz. So I brought him the little blue genie and Eddie pot and he smiled at me and he gave me a hug. He says, Hey, you brush your teeth every day, don't you? I'm like, yeah. He said, you should flush your sinuses every day. And he was talking about how he was an Oprah and he uh, actually went over the neti pot years before. So you can do that. Um, you know, I, I'm a big fan of superiorvocalhealth.com. Um, I actually published their book and we're working on several others. But um, one of the, the owners of the company came up with a new uh, product and I just started using it because, um, Bridget, this is for you. When I... When I, um, the one thing that really messes with my voice is um, when I sneeze. And when I sneeze, it is like horrible. I mean, I will sneeze like 15,000 times. It just doesn't stop. Choo, choo. So I know it's an irritant. I need to flush them out. And I wanted something to like deaden that sneeze immediately. So Jan Allen Schwartz, uh, David Allen Katz's partner with Superior Vocal Health, he created this new product called Sinus Cleanse. And he says, meet your new neti pot. Now, Jan has like seriously, seriously bad sinus issues. I mean, I thought I was bad. This guy, it was huge. And so he actually formulated this over the course of a few years for himself. And it's finally the first thing that helps him even better than a neti pot. And it's, uh, let me pull it down here. I know some of you aren't into the herbal things, but I'm just letting you know. Uh, he has in this liquid, in this little uh, syringe, in a little like two ounce bottle, you shove it up your nose and you squeeze it and you inhale. And it has grapefruit seed extract, olive leaf extract, uh, ginseng, ginger oil, uh, propolis, echinacea, uh, aloe vera, cayenne, uh, some Himalayan crystal salt, and a couple other things. So he actually inhales this and then blows his nose to get out all of those irritants to keep him from sneezing. Now I've tried it and I loved it so much. I did get another bottle. And so if I'm on the road, I probably not even want to take my neti pot anymore. I, that way I can pack tighter. I'll take a little bottle of this and I'm steaming in the shower. I'm flushing it out and blowing my nose. Uh, so it has seemed to help some. Now I still have my sneezing fits. So I want to stay on them till they develop a product just for me. So, you know, like, <laughs> like, like, uh, something that like, um, what is it when you go to the dentist, they give you a shot of Novocaine. I want Novocaine for my sinuses, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you may want to check that out. And it is, let me see what the address is. Uh, it's superior vocal health, uh, com, And I think it's sinus dash cleanse. So, you know, yeah, that, that's right. Uh, pro, uh, yeah, go there. Superiorvocalhealth.com. Uh, slash products uh, slash sinus dash cleanse. But if you go to superiorvocalhealth.com, you'll find it. I'm, I'm jammering on because I'm uh, thinking of all this stuff. So I yeah. want to shut up because we do this all the time. Yeah, and we I do. Hand, I want to hand it back to Ben because this back to the thing. We could do a short uh, podcast where we do a little <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay, so actually, as we were talking, uh, I was looking up. So there is the, uh, this is a study uh, published in the medical journal called the Laryngoscope. And the, the gist of the study is that if you have uh, some kind of sinus, a specific category of sinus issue, issues, uh, rhinosinusitis, and it's non-purulent, meaning no pus. So if it's not pus and it's, you have uh, sinusitis, 
and sinusitis can include nasal congestion, then uh, you there is a um, you can treat it with cineol, which is the main ingredient in eucalyptus oil. So it can help deal with um, various various symptoms, including nasal nasal obstruction. Um, so now this isn't for everything and it doesn't work for all types of sinus and you know nasal stuff but it is something you could try and so there is uh one study that supports that um that i found that's so, just for for the sinus rinser could you do it in uh like in your steamer you know, um, the facial, facial steamers you know what i'm talking about yeah i didn't uh, i haven't read the whole study so let's see okay oh actually the the way they were doing it here was uh taking capsules um, and then, oh, okay. okay. And then, uh, and then there's this other, this other one Healthline. They say you can just, uh, apply just a little drop of oil on the roof of your mouth. Eh, I mean, these are just things to try. Um, you know, you can try, try them for yourself, see how they work, see if they don't work, you know, do your own research, do your own reading on these to see, uh, to see how it works. Like again, for me, I tried, uh, I actually have some eucalyptus oil in here somewhere. I didn't really notice any difference um, one way or the other um, before, I mean, or after or during using it. Um, so it might affect different people in different ways, um, but that is an option. And, uh, and then another thing is uh, saline nasal sprays. So, I mean, you can just go down to the pharmacy, you know, whatever, they have those little spray things, you stick it up your nostril and you're able to spray some some uh, saline in there. Um, so that's another option. Some oh. people, yeah, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Okay, some people find that certain foods might uh, help them uh, deal with sinus congestion, might help break it up. So I believe our friend Burjit here used uh, lemon and then also, I don't remember what else she said, but uh, some people might like chewing on some a little bit of ginger um yep. you know some people might yep horseradish uh even you know you know how onions make you cry right maybe <laughs> i don't know for some people maybe onions might help uh break it up so you can just try different um different things like that uh and then uh also ginger tea you could also do teas of any of these and then uh and then what was the last thing i was gonna say oh right gargling salt water that's a favorite of mine um now, if you have nasal congestion, gargling isn't really going to help much. But if there's if there's any blockage, you know, towards the back of the of the throat, kind of you know, up a little bit, then that might make a difference. So you have uh, you have a lot of options that you can use there. Uh, and then also, if you do have um, any blockage in your sinuses, like on the on the sides of your nose, you can also try putting a warm towel around your nose and cheeks and eyes to see if that can help um, warm up the mucus and that might make it a little more liquid and then you're able to uh, a little more make it a little runnier and then you might be able to blow your nose or whatever so uh, and then you can also try these in combination so i might try you know gargle the salt water spray some of the nasal uh, uh, the nasal saline stuff and then put the warm towel over my nose and face and hopefully that helps uh kind of break it up so you know, i can't remember I can't believe this because I published this book and I haven't done this forever. There was something that David Katz did in Superior Vocal Health where he'd be steaming in the shower. And don't hold me to this. If you own the book, go find it for me because I'm too lazy to go read it right now. <laughs> he would dip Q-tips. It wasn't menthol. 
I don't know if it was peppermint or cayenne pepper. There was something that was like really strong and he would dip these Q-tips in it. And then it might've been uh, a little bit of menthol, but he had, if you do a little bit in moderation and you're not like sucking on it or constantly flushing it, been all right. He would pour a few drops of like an essential oil in the bathtub. He would breathe it in and then he would shove these Q-tips up his nose. Uh, I didn't like it because when I sneeze, I sneeze like I'm a death metal singer. It's like, Chew! I mean, it's and it's bad. I mean, it won't stop. Now, he told me he laughed. He said, my sinuses get so stu uh, stuffed up. I would do this and then I would sneeze. I mean, he said everything would come out and I'd be breathing that steam. I'd be taking a shower, washing. So look in his book. He does have a way that will clear out your sinuses and i have done it before and it did work uh but i just don't like to sneeze so and if you don't have the book you can pick it up at venderapublishing.com <laughs> well i didn't want to say it but <laughs> <laughs> but uh that also speaking of books that you pick up at venderapublishing.com and raise your voice i do have um some if any of you are into like reflexology i have um I forget where it is in the book, maybe part two or three, uh, some pressure points. And like, you know, if you ever get a sinus headache and you feel like it, you could like lightly wrap above your eyebrows and you're like, oh my God, it feels like a, a ice pick is in my brain. So I used to put my fingers above my eyebrows and push in and release and push in and release and then go to the corner, almost to where, uh, my bridge of my nose, almost where the eyes meet and I'd push in there. Uh, you know, three or four times, push, release, come down to right beside my nostrils and push and release again. All these little points. It was like I was pushing in and releasing and I could feel my, I just did it. My nose is opening up. <laughs> it starts to open the interior of the nostrils to let things, uh, you know, leak out. So for all of you, because I know all of you own raise your voice, uh, shame, another shameless plug. Open up the book, find it. I'm not going to tell you what page it's on because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but that can help too, you know, doing little pressure points around the yeah. sinus area. Well, yeah. So, um, and for those who aren't familiar, this, so this, you can actually find just Google uh, nasal sinuses and you can find there's actually a Wikipedia page, paranasal sinuses, and there's a diagram that shows you where the sinuses are. So, there are sinuses on the, uh, the either side of your nose below your eyes then there's basically kind of at the top of your nose between your eyes and then a little bit kind of above your nose like kind of between your eyebrows type of thing so you can actually just see an image of what this looks like and those are basically your sinuses so that's where if you might have any uh congestion or inflammation in those places um you can check those out all right, cool. I don't really know what else to say, so I guess we should wrap this one up. I think that's it. You know, did we succeed in getting a podcast done in under an hour? Wow, there's no way. If I, <laughs> I figured, if you let me talk, we'll make it to an hour. Hold on, I think. Okay, yeah, let's. Yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe we should. Maybe eventually we should have a goal of making the longest podcast episode ever, and that way it'll be a short one. That's kind of how we did the last one. You said, well, let's make this a shorty. And it was like an hour and some something long. You're like, I better split this in two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So to sum up, you know, steam, um, you know, you could use stuff like apple cider vinegar. If you want to steam with that, a uh, good nasal flush, uh, check out the sinus cleanse from superior vocal health, check out, uh, the, um, the pressure points and raise your voice to open up the sinuses. Yeah. Um, gargle salt water. You have saline spray. You can chew on some ginger, you know, onions. Um, you know, you have, uh, 
gargle salt water, you know, warm towel on the face, uh, breathing a lot of steam, you know, drinking warm drinks. And so I know Brigitte, who started this conversation, has done several of these things, but hopefully there's many other things that she can use uh, going forward. So awesome. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, uh, for tuning in to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. And we'll see you in the next one. Woohoo! Made it in under 60 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>